What's up, Conroe? Welcome to another edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're hanging out here on this wonderful Black Friday as you guys trample over old people to buy things for people that you probably don't even really like. Just hanging out right here on Conroe's own. You just like them more than the people that you're stepping on. Oh, but only a little bit. Only a little bit. But only a little bit. Just enough to make the Christmas list. Not enough to lift them off the ground. God, shoppers are brutal. Capital. This is like capitalism, like ferocious capitalism. This, this is the greatest day in American commerce. Right. No, everyone would say that, except for the people that work in retail right. or go shopping. Yeah. You know what's funny is I know a lot of people who do the Black Friday thing, and they say like, "Oh, never again," or every year they're like, "Oh, it's the worst," but then they do it, or they get in the lines. Yeah, they're like never again, and they're the ones camping out in front of the Apple Store. Um, so the sister has done it before. Mm-hmm. Her her in laws got in line and got like coupons for like one of the stores was doing one year the coupons for like you got a coupon for either like a it was like six hundred dollars for like a sixty inch TV. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like a crazy mm-hmm. weird number, but they had a limited number in every store, so they were just handing out the coupons first come first serve for everyone in line, and then once they were out, they were out. So they could just show up all day with that coupon. So that was, uh, but they had to they had to be in line for like overnight from Thanksgiving to get the coupon. Yeah, but then once they had it, they were in the clear. That's rough, man. That's still rough, right? But that's so. Which would you rather do? Would you go after Thanksgiving to go stand in line somewhere, or would you get up at six a.m. to go to a line, or I guess maybe like three a.m. to be there when they open the doors at six a.m. because it's Black Friday, right? Or j- just try like Cyber Monday. Just try Cyber Monday. Everything's online anyways. Like shopping malls are already dead. Wow, you just went killed the eighties right there. Might as well. There goes the Breakfast Club. Judd Nelson walking down the football field holding up a fist in mourning. Yeah, and that's why the freeze frame is there. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's over. Um, that was real dark. Um, yeah, I don't know. I t- if if you had to be one or the other, though. Like, if I had to either get up at 3 a.m. or go after Thanksgiving. Easy get up at 3 a.m. because I, I need at least a couple hours of sleep. You are s- you're like the worst 21-year-old ever. I just want you to know that. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go Thursday night. Go sit in a cold, a- cold like yeah, yeah. There you go. Almost did it. <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a cold parking lot. Like it's not fun. Like unless unless it's like, I don't know. All right. Well, let's bring it back up. Let's talk some good deals before we get into anything. All else. the good deals. Let's do some good deals here. Tell everybody about Cox ATA. Cox ATA Martial Arts leader in ATA Martial Arts with three convenient locations: one in Conroe, one in Magnolia, and one in the Woodlands. You can listen to us on the radio. You can. There's a Cox ATA location near you. Mention Nerd Thug Radio. Get two free weeks of training. Yeah. With uh, the holidays here. That's right. Um, you know, put on a little bit of that winter weight. And you never, you never went through with the New Year's resolution. Get but there's still time. There's it's still, still time. 2019. Right. You can start your year whenever you want. The Chinese did it. Right. <laughs> they just declared a new year, like somewhere middle February. I don't even know how that worked. It's a big deal over there. Yeah. It's not even a year anymore with numbers. It's just go, they just go by animals now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The other year was the year of the dog. I don't even know what that means. That's so wild. I'm not that smart. <laughs> all right. So Cox ATA, uh, they what do they all, do there? They have all kinds of different courses available. Tai Chi, Taekwondo, uh, some for the little ones, self-defense. Uh, if they're, they're very flexible. They'll work with you. Um, just talk to them. They're fantastic people. 
Uh, it's a great it's a great business there. And they will cater something to you, like if there's like a special need or something. They've got a whole right, class yeah. where they work with people with physical disabilities or ailments to kind of help get them in karate shape as well. Yeah. Uh, so at Cox ATA, they... They teach life skills. They build leaders. They leave. A legacy. Yeah, I do like the Cox ATA guys. Um, and I always want to make sure we, we mention them. The two free weeks of training is huge. It is coming up to the end of the year, though. Oh, so, yeah. like, did you accomplish your goals for the year? Did you have any goals for the year, Nico? Uh, it was go to school, which I did. All right. Not cut my hair, which I, I did once, so I broke that one. But only once? Yeah. Is this... When did you... Did I cut it I cut it on my birthday. So it was in like July. Your, your hair kind of slowed down real hard. Oh, it's just because it's it's more. It's just is it because it's curly? Curl, yeah, it's just okay. starting to curl up now. So like, if it were like, if you were like majestic wet, it would be like shoulder length. You feel yeah. like? No, it definitely is. Okay, all right, okay, Tarzan. Yeah, because I can. I like when you said you've only cut it once. I realized it's not very long for that, but it's the curls you're saying. Yeah, no, curly hair is definitely. It's, it's the gravity defined curly hair. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like that's a 1980s problem to have. The, the, it's the perms. <laughs> the perms. You got the you got the natural perm. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Um, so okay, don't cut your hair. You did it once. What what were some of your other goals? Uh, I feel like there was one more, but I don't remember what it was. You're the worst. I, yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. You know, you know, guys. I can only get I can only bring in so many special guests while the savages on holiday, and I'm just I'm stuck. No, I'm just kidding. Uh. You're like Rick Perry. Yeah. What three governments, branches of government do you want to get rid of? Uh, the, uh... All of them. The, um... Oops. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Don't worry. They'll put him in charge of something. Uh, before he we get to... the governor for a long time. He was. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> then he went on Dancing with the Stars, and he wore glasses, and everyone was like, He's smart! <laughs> Rick Perry wears glasses? What a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we move too too far past it, let me tell you guys about the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more on fourteen eighty eight. Um, right now they got a lot going on. They got the Black Friday sale. So today they started at ten a.m. and for the first three hours it was fifty percent off. It's now still right now twenty five percent off. It's gonna be that way all night. So swing on by, get twenty five percent off everything in the store. Um, they also, on Sunday, December 1st, from 4 to 8 p.m., have D&D Junior Adventures League and upcoming Saturday, December 7th, all-day National Hobby Shop Day. Uh, it's an annual celebration of sports cards, door prizes, raffles, giveaways, and a pizza party. And a pizza party. Grand prize giveaways assigned to Sean Watson jersey. We're combining this with a trade day. Come in and trade cards with fellow sports cards enthusiasts. Oh, it's going to be like a swap meet. Sweet. That's kind of cool. No cash is to be exchanged between collectors while in store, though. So this is strictly a swap. Strictly a swap. Trading cards, boys. Uh, and then, of course, December 13th, we're going to be there doing the Let's Bring Them Home. It's awesome. I just want to keep mentioning this. Uh, we're going to be helping the store out while they're doing their holiday party. We're also going to be helping bring home uh, enlisted men and women of the U.S. Armed Services with Let's Bring Them Home. Uh, so hang out. Come say hi. Come, make, come put some money in the pot and help uh, bring some soldiers home. Uh, and then, of course, this afternoon, hanging around with us after... We're going to bring back uh, Merce Rich for his top three nerdiest things. Oh, yeah, Merce and, Rich. And then we got um, we got a great interview lined up for the end of the show here for you guys. Uh, just just a true, like, captain of the career, of the independent comic book era. Like, this guy's been doing it forever. So we're going to have that. We got a special guest for you guys at the end of the show, too. So stick around with us. Uh, before we get out, 
Uh, is Disney Plus on at your house right now? Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be. It's not yet. Not yet. What do you? I mean, what are you guys waiting on? Um, I don't know. When's the Mandalorian air? Uh, it's already. It's three episodes deep, buddy. Got to got to watch that Baby Yoda. And the third episode was fantastic. I hear. And the fourth episode's out today. I haven't gotten to watch it yet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the fourth episode, Mandalorian comes out every Friday. Uh, okay. So you need to be on it. Uh, and speaking of being on things, we are on. We are streaming worldwide at ourlonestar.com, and you can hear us anytime. Make sure to check out the link. Make sure to like the page. And we're gonna jump out to a break. And we come back. We got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to some more Nerd Thug Radio on this Black Friday. Like we've been saying, hope Thanksgiving was excellent for everybody. And then we're going to jump into this. Um, this oh, yeah, it is Friday. Yeah, it I is forgot Friday. time travel. Yeah. <laughs> Merce Rich is back with us. Hello, hello. And uh, just like we promised, he's going to be giving us his weekly top three. This week, it's going to be the things Merce Rich is most nerdy about. <laughs> uh, without further ado, let's jump into this. Let's have some fun here. What's your What's your third... Your number three most nerdy thing. I had to think about this. Um, that was the hardest one. To decide what you're least nerdy about? Yeah. What yeah. a nerd. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what a no, nerd. No, but to, like, to find the thing that most like fit in. Um, well, it could be anything. We'll make, you mo- we'll make fun of anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for this, I, I put Dungeons & Dragons um, just because I'm starting to get into it. I mean, honestly, it's just really since Jarek and then the store and that has gotten around. But, you know, I'm to the point now that I've got like 50 different miniatures and a couple of the books. and Getting heavy into it. Yeah. You know, multiple. You can't just have one set of dice. You've got to have it's true. three different sets of dice. You know what's funny is I think Jarek also said number three was Dungeons & Dragons. I think so, God, too. He's yeah. Such a copycat. What a jerk, kid. right? Yeah, he like is. He's literally like some sort of weird duplicate of you. It's, I know. It's crazy. Can I tell you... We'll come back to Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. It's funny how much genetics overrides anything else. Yeah. Um. So I was having this kind of, So my sister and I are incredibly similar about so many things, and I like to tease her about it because I'm super nerdy, but she tried to be pretty and popular in high school, and she succeeded. She was in the drill team and all that and, you know, homecomings and blah, blah, blah. But we were so similar. Uh, put it, One time we were playing Battleship on our phones, and it was a close, tight game. And to find her little one square submarine, I just simply guessed where I would put the <laughs> one square submarine. And it was where she had it, and I won. 
And then I told her that after she was mad that I won, and she was then more mad. Cause she was like, <laughs> that is so stupid. And I was like, I don't feel bad. Like, no. that's how it works. Yeah. And we are so very, like, there's so many times where one of us will say something, and the, and the other one will be like, that is exactly how I feel about that. Like, you're 100% accurate on that. And it's just <laughs> genetics. It's just, and then Nico and I are it, like a thousand years apart, and there's so many similar things but our upbringings are so very different Mm -hmm. but we do have such strong genes in common like i so i was i was talking to my sister about this she's got three kids now and they they are essentially each their own person already they're seven five and three and they each have their own just way of doing things their own personalities their own way of looking at things their own like they're all like, yes, the world's going to change, but you can see already like the core of that. They're each different, but then they look the same and they, so many mannerisms are the same and all that. When you, you've got two kids, right? Yep. Does it creep you out? Like that you've made too many me's? Yeah. <laughs> Do you just look yeah. at it and you go, oh no, that's, oh, that's me. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so- sometimes, yeah, it's, um, you know, like Stacy says, it drives her nuts that, yeah, Jarek and. Especially when my dad is there too, and it's just like, oh yeah, those yeah, we Kreitz males, we are all the same, <laughs> you know, and just the the sense of humor and uh, yeah. you know all of that. And the weirdest is when uh, our uncle was in town, and he and I, first of all, we look very similar, mm-hmm. but then we have almost identical like senses of humor. Yeah, and so now there were there were. It was him, dad, me, Nico, all sitting at a table, and we're cracking each other up. And yeah, Nico's mom, Melda, was like, "This is I can't do this. I got to get out of here." She's like, "This is too much. It's too, it's too stupid. Like it's just, it's just so funny how much like genetics like are the same. Yeah, it's so weird. It's just weird. Yeah. I also tease Mama Savage, uh, Joey's wife, <laughs> how much her daughter is like her, and like, uh competitive and combative and like the way so i always tease ali and i was like it's like she's arguing with a mini her yeah i'm like oh what's it feel like and she's always like shut up just shut up and i'm yeah and it's it's just funny to me so you were talking about your kids because you guys both put number three as D- dungeon and dragons yeah that's, we are in a party together yeah we are uh, it is awesome it's, i am um, having a blast i am too um i have another one that group that i, I don't care about that one. Oh never no mind. i'm just kidding <laughs> and um <laughs> That one, I'm dad. You know, I'm I'm not intentionally, but just Rich Kreitz's dad just shines <laughs> through. So with our group, I'm really trying hard to just not turn into the dad figure for the group. You're and doing so, a good job, yeah, Horse so, Turtle. You know, so, yes. Yeah, so I, I take my cues from this guy. <laughs> I'm like, what, what would, what you know, what would the barbarian do? But just like turn it down half a notch. So I'm like, my character is this um, tortle cleric and that. And so it just does not at all sound like a great wild, wild and crazy guy. But then I get around him and the fun is just contagious. We're in the bar and I turn into a horse and he's riding me like I'm like I'm a horse, he's on top of me riding me, and where uh, I wasn't going to correct it either. Yeah. It's, all, it's all funny to me, and you know, it, it he's he's got a pitcher or he's got a keg in his hand, and yeah. we're both getting drunk, and you know, so I'm doing like the exact opposite of you know, again, like what would Dad do? 
do the opposite what or would, what would party dad do? what would party dad do or yeah. you know to, or even go even more old school to quote you know the great and wonderful george costanza Uh-oh. you know remember oh, when, remember when he yes. did the opposite of what would george do he did the total opposite the best part about that was when he goes up to that woman and yeah. he's like i'm unemployed i live with my mother i'm 44 and i have no money do you want to go out and she's like yes she's like hello <laughs> <laughs> and he's like Doing an opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even like Seinfeld, and that is one of the better episodes of television. That is, it really was. I, you know, uh, Dungeons Dragons has really kind of made a strong comeback. Yes, it has. Um, yeah. What do you attribute it to? I sort of asked Jarek this. Um, I, I know, I know. For for me, it was Jer. It was you know when Jarek moved down here after college, and then the store opening up and 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 the opportunity to get um you know i know there's people who talk about the different versions they'll talk about three versus five e yeah and i hate all I that don't, stuff i, I, do I don't too. Know. i don't, I don't think that's it. it what i truly think it is i think part of it is you know obviously you, you can't not say stranger things to a level but i just think that pe- made people aware of it but what I think it is, I think we've gone, we've swung so far with technology and our phones and online world that, you know, as human beings, we're craving that interaction. And so it's an opportunity for for us to get, to, for a reason for people to get together face okay. to face. Right. You don't, you don't have to be. You know, you don't have to be Instagram worthy all the time. You don't have to worry about saying the right thing on social media. You know, you can just, you can be around a table with a bunch of people and just, you know, you don't, you're not even you, you're, so worst case, you don't, so you can pretend to be somebody else. See, I think this is the bigger thing. I think it's escapism. I think that's what you're kind of tiptoeing around. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's, yeah, I think the escapism of it, I think, I think you're right with the social media aspect. You don't have to be Instagram worthy. I think it's a really good way to put that. The idea that like, no, whatever you want to be, you are. Yeah. And then now you just get what would now that you are that, what would you do? Yeah. And I think that that's sort of the more appealing uh, method or aspect yeah. of it. And you get to you get to be like me. I know I'm totally a dad figure. You know, <laughs> just and I, I I I exude dad. You know, and but I get to be you know horse turtle. You know, for three hours on a Tuesday night and. Make That's the true. opposite of good life choices, and it's like you know what, you guys are making too long to make a decision. I'm just gonna go cut his head off and let you all deal with the consequences. See, and I'm alright with that. You know, and, and so I, I think that's that's a that's a big part of it. Is again, it, it's that it's several things. It's the a chance to be somebody else. It's a chance to opposite the you know would get get together and you know not be on that's why like i could never play D D on the computer i don't know how people you know what i mean like yeah. the chat rooms and that. Yeah. i don't know you how know, people like, do that i've never enjoyed chatting over the internet i've always had bad experiences simply because i remember when like online gaming was coming up and so like originally it was sports games where it was mm-hmm. really kind of big at first and i remember just i was i i was losing to this five-year-old i think <laughs> i think it was five uh i was i should have won and I did something dumb. I was up by one, and all I had to do was run it out, and I fumble, and the handoff for the running back, and his guy picks it up, and it's running back. And as time is expiring, and he's running the game-winning touchdown in, all this five-year-old says is, S my D. And his like, <laughs> little high-pitched child voice, 
And I was just like, oh, and my TV was taunting me at that point because you're playing on the television. And so in surround sound at me, it was just, it's my D. And I was like, oh, no, don't. And I never. No, I can go to jail for that. <laughs> I can never get back into it. Like, that's always what I, I will never forget it because every time I, like, I start to plug in my headset, I'm always like, uh. I was playing Overwatch one time and Nico sitting next to me and the guy on the headset's like, Whoever's being diva, which was me, which is the the robot lady. Whoever's being diva is like the worst diva ever. And I was like, ah, it's the five year old all over again. Like, yeah. can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, we got number two and number one with Immerse Rich coming up on Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to the second half of the weekly top three right here on Nerd Thug Radio. We're streaming on IrelandStart.com. We're on 104.5, 106.1. And uh, this is Corey DLG with me as usual, his little brother Nico. And this is the Merce Rich top three nerdy things. <laughs> I like yes. this. All right. So Dungeon Dragons was your number one. Two. No, that was number three. Three. Number three. Yeah. And then what is your number two? Um, I put Star Wars, but then like in a very nerd way, there's a defined range. Okay. A star, the original trilogy. All right. So New Hope was Jared through, Star Wars number two through I Return really of the Jedi. I feel like it was. I feel like it was. Oh, well, he's such a nerd. <laughs> he can't. He can't even be original. He's got to steal his. Technically, dad. he went first. So now, no, he's. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, he's first. The timeline. If we're going like, yeah, is it is it by viewing order or chronological? Like, <sighs> does it matter? Like, which who's the real Solo? Is yeah. it Harrison Ford or is it the guy who? Played no, solo. It's Harrison Ford. I mean, you yeah. say that, but it's the one you like more. <laughs> that's that's, that's what it well, boils down to. Well, you already said that's me. So, so that's, that's true. There we go. Out. We figured it out. We're stuck with Merce Rich. All yes, right. So what's are. what specific timeline in Star Wars? Like I said, just the the original trilogy. Just the original trilogy. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of the movies that literally have episode in the name are any good. Yeah. So far, I like they're my least. The original trilogy when I was a kid were great, and then like. As time went by and nostalgia picks up and everyone's like, go back, go back, go back, and new additions and new additions and new additions, they're not good anymore. Yeah. Um, and then the first, the prequel trilogy is the worst thing that I think has ever. Oh, yeah. I, I can't fathom someone wanted to spend almost a billion dollars making that. Like, yeah. it's just weird to me that someone thought these were good ideas. And they came out in spaces of time. So, like, they, they were getting their reviews and going, we got it. 
we got it. And like it just kept getting worse. And then No, the third one's definitely the best one. <sighs> Tech, <laughs> Tech of the Clones is real bad. <laughs> I don't think there's a good one in the bunch. It's but it's it's honestly like fighting over like which of these three rotten bananas tastes the least bad. So yeah. <laughs> whichever one you like, go ahead. But none you of it's can good. Have it, yeah. yeah, none of it's good. And then it got worse. Um I don't like everyone. I'm not mad about uh, seven and eight. Like no. there are people who are mad about them. Yeah, I I'm don't not get mad, that. No, but they. I didn't enjoy them. I also thought it was dumb that Princess Leia somehow survived in space. Uh, and I also thought it was dumb. It that made perfect sense that she would die there, and that she just didn't. Right, because because yeah. in real life, Carrie Fisher was is dead. So like it was like just, this is it. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, just leave her out there. Yeah, and then they bring her back. <laughs> so that she can, but Harrison uh, Ford, who's really alive, they is killed dead. right away. Yeah. But I actually, I had that called like oh, yeah. two years in advance. Nice. And like, I, they're going to bring him back just to kill him. Well, yeah, I did because I said he hated, he got killed for the Indiana Jones stuff. And he sees all the nostalgia stuff happening and he got killed for Indiana Jones, like for bringing it and doing the thing with Shia LaBeouf. Well, that was stuff. a horrid movie. But it, but he's coming back to the same people. Yeah. It's George Lucas and Steven Spielberg again. Like, who is yeah. he supposed to uh, what yeah. is he supposed to do? Yeah, what's he supposed to do? So he agreed to come back for lots of money and the condition that they kill him in the first movie. Hmm. He was like, I don't want to do another one of these. Also, as an old dude, he just... It didn't It didn't play as well. No, but no. he didn't He didn't really want to... Yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't care about this stuff. You could see it as he's doing... He doesn't like any of these press briefings. Yeah. Blade Runner 2049, you can see in all the press stuff where people are talking about, and it's like, the, mm, actually, and he's like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Get me out of here. Ryan Gosling was in the movie f- for 80% of it. Like, I barely... Like 90% of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm barely in this movie. Leave me alone. Um, Using the trailers, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> the thing. Uh, but yeah, so I, I did call him getting killed there. But I think Rogue One is awesome. I think it's... Yes. The, I think it's one of the coolest sci-fi movies in recent history. Yes. Uh, Solo on its own is good. Uh, it's only when you, it's only the last five minutes of it that are stupid, where he gives the rebellion all that stuff. Yeah, it's he because they've got to find. If it, yeah, I think it's because like they none had of those to find people, a way to tie it in, and none of those people even look like when they are unmasking them. Like, oh, these are important people. They don't ring. They don't ring as anybody you see in later. Yeah, none of them are actual leaders of anything. So it's like, didn't matter. It was all yeah. anticlimactic. But the idea that he gave them all this, like, if I'm a smuggler and I yeah. have a billion dollars, smuggler supposed to be the <laughs> yeah. What is what is what's the trope? Something with a heart of gold, yeah. scoundrel with a heart of gold. Yeah, and it's like he's just gonna give away all this money. Mm. Mm. He's gonna give yeah. away a billion dollars, right? Like he wouldn't keep a quarter of a billion. You can still be a real big scoundrel with a real big heart of gold if you give someone seventy five percent of a billion dollars. Yeah, and you can still live very well. Off yeah, that. I gotta promise you, if I'm a scoundrel, I am living it up with a quarter of a billion. Like, I'm yeah, the whole the whole concept that he just you, know, you guys can go with it, it didn't make any sense. Um, what's your number one? History. I know it's a very broad category, <laughs> but it's okay. true. All I right, mean, okay. no, it really is. Right. Um. I've always been, um, I mean, it's nerdy. I've always been a... Uh, it's very nerdy. Yeah, I've always been a big <laughs> history bu- history buff. Like when, um, you know, going back when, um, way back in 93, uh, when I got sent... No, this is just an example. You guys are like, God, I wasn't <laughs> even alive then. I was 10 years old. No, it's just weird to hear that something was way back in 1993. Yeah. 
That's just no, because that's, that's way before I was born. Yeah, yeah. Was. yeah. Shut up, Nico. <laughs> but you know, like Stacy still gives me a hard time because I had her bring me because I was being wrapped. I was being sent over to Saudi. Are you Arabia. about to ask for your Desert Storm cards? No, okay. no, no, no. But I had her bring me this book, like the Washing of the Spears, the Brit, the British in uh, South Africa, because I wanted to read this book. But you know, so I'm. Like, that's just the thing I'm into. I mean, more specifically military history, but just, you know, just history in, in do general. Do you do, like, weird alternate history? No, I don't get that stuff. No, I know a lot of guys that are, like, the Bill O'Reilly books and that, you know, like, Killing Hitler. And oh, all are those that alternate stuff. history? Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I don't. I didn't know that. I thought they were, like, breakdowns of how, like, media changes these people. No, from my know. understanding, those are all, I've never read any of them. I haven't but either. But from my understanding, those are all, like, alternate you know, what if stories that, that he does. But that um, makes him the biggest loser on the planet. Yeah. I didn't realize that. This guy yeah. is sitting around talking mess for a decade about everyone else when he writes alternate history fan fiction. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out who it is that gave Bill O'Reilly credibility in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first time he goes, hey, can I publish this book while we're doing this? And you go, yeah, what's it about? And he says, the alternate timeline of Abraham Lincoln being killed. Hey, Bill, I don't know if you know this, but Abraham Lincoln was killed. Yeah. Like, I don't need it. <laughs> we don't really need a book he about it. He dies a year later. Yeah. He's yeah. totally different. Yeah, I don't think we need a book for that, buddy. Yeah. It's called history. That's weird. Yeah. So you history guy. Um, like, specific eras, moments? Um, I kind of bounce around. Like, I just finished uh, Rick, At- Rick Atkinson's trilogy on uh, – the u.s and the war in the war in atlantic um for a while there i was really into um i was reading a bunch on um like pre-world war one so and a lot of people don't know like all the european um royalty were all related they're all grandkids yes. of yeah. of elizabeth and that or victoria Vic, i'm sorry victoria and they were all married off into these in the family yeah they're all yeah. cousins at that point. Yeah. yeah like there are times where um the, the prince in england and um the romanoff the ruler the czar would switch clothes when they were together to trick people it was really like a sw- twin swap thing <laughs> and people wouldn't realize that one was the other they, they were know. that they looked that close to each other and that and there's one time I took this um I took a test to try to get into the state department and one of them was okay what what year what era in history is this map of Europe from and I look at it and I'm like huh, you know my total comic book guy nerd thing it's obviously post world war 1 because the whole the, the you know the Austria-Hungarian empire is gone at this point right, Czechoslovakia yeah. still looks like this instead of like this so it's obviously 1925 through 1938 you know what i mean yeah yeah. so i kind of you know so for me history is always i don't you know i don't like memorize facts and stuff like that but i've always just been like super into like back when the history channel people used to joke that the h stood for hitler because that's all they ever showed was world war ii stuff You know, so stuff like that. But there's so many cool stories to be told. Yeah. There are so many cool stories and things from that era. Uh, also, uh, the guy, the czar of Russia, the guy, uh, the bad guy, what's his name? Rasputin? Yeah. Was he really like a magical wizard? I mean, that's what every, I mean, that's what it, it sounds like is he was, um, not How just did it come out of nowhere. <laughs> 
from the blood of gypsies. No, from what it's from what it sounds like is um the her the queen. I can't remember the queen was really into spiritualism and all of this stuff, and he was basically the like um he was very if he was around today he would have like a he would he would be like a, a top instagram star it's just he was very charismatic like it was it like said, chris angel yeah there was like something yeah. about his eyes just his eyes will like grab hold of you and that and so he used kind of you know that angle to work kind of this this spiritualism side so you're saying he he's like a giant con she, artist yeah then he found out she was into it and so he kind of worked his way in. And then once he was in the palace, he then figured out that, you know, Nicholas is a horrible ruler, doesn't know what's really paying attention to what's going on. No one I'm else named is. after him. Yeah, I can, I can, <laughs> I can, you know, I can kind of worm my way in there and get power. And, you know, he's not the reason, but he's a big reason that Russia went the direction it did, you know, in that and then with him. Which is magic. Yeah. Yeah. Sorcery. 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 I, I watched Anastasia. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, obviously. I did see Anastasia. And yeah. if you ever watched the whole thing with like how he died, you want to talk about it, it was fate that Franz Ferdinand was dying that day. It was like Rasputin was like beat up. Yeah, didn't they try to kill him like times, nine different ways? Or rolled something? into a carpet and thrown yeah. into the river. A frozen river. And frozen river. And it was like finally it wasn't even drowning that killed him. It was like then they brought him back up. He still wasn't alive. It was something, you know, it was something like, yeah, like exposure. Is finally what killed them, but yeah, they they tried like eight, you know. It's because of all go the deals with the devil. They had to break through every one of them to get to. Yeah, him. they had to get through his eight <laughs> lives before they finally got to the ninth one to kill him. He was off. actually just a house cat. Yes, in human form. Yes, yeah. That's why people were mesmerized by his eyes. Yeah. yeah, they're like, look at this cat's eyes. He's so pretty. Different. That was rest just meow at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so so like bringing it back to you know this kind of nerd stuff. So Bill knows that I'm into all of this history Oh, stuff. he's a big World War II guy. Yeah, he's a big World War In fact, remember when you and I were in his office last yeah. week, last Tuesday, and that he, he had secret this, clandestine meetings. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had yeah. this He had this book about the SAS in um, oh, comic yeah. in, in Africa, and he's like, yeah, like, oh, that looks cool. He goes, yeah, I ordered two, one for me, one for you. That's true. Because, again, because he'll know. Like, he sees anything history-related, stuff. Like, he doesn't even ask. He just orders it, puts it in my bin because he knows I'll buy it. Can I it. tell you, I think I think he started a comic shop because he wanted to just get himself cool stuff. Oh, yeah. He totally bought his friends. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it is, is he's... Well, listen, I am not for sale, okay? I mean, yeah. we, do, we do always recommend you go to the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More <laughs> for all of your nerd needs, but I am not for purchase. No, Jarek and Chaz are both top at their game, and no one can help you more with no, your they, needs. Everyone is, yeah, actually, everybody is really awesome over there, but it's just funny to me that I didn't realize how into it he was, and obviously you have to be into it to do this. So this, is not a f- this isn't something you do lightly. Uh, yeah. But we were talking one of the first times he and I were having dinner at TAP together after one night of working on some stuff, and he was he was just kind of going on and on about stuff, and I was like, this guy's way into it, which is great. I love mm-hmm. it because it means it means they're going to be there for a while, but I just think yeah. it's really interesting how like how much of a nerd Bill is. But I can't get him on. He doesn't want to get on the mic. He doesn't like yeah. to do that. And he's like, that's why I have Chaz and Jerry yeah. and Kate. Yeah, I think it's funny. Like I mean, like Jen – you know, was into comics, but she doesn't hang out at the store reading them with you. No, Bill. You know, but Bill is like, Bill, will be there Bill is like out, yeah. hard down on it. He's like, 
hey, I got this whole section of strategy war games because I like it. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> I think they started the fr- the Friday and Saturday night kids thing, just so he can have a double paid babysitter. So he's paying the st- an employee to be at the store, so he can pay the store to watch his kid. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Yeah, he did uh, Extra Life. He was there for the first eight hours playing Twilight Imperium. Yeah. And then the guy won, and Bill was like, oh, it was almost me. I was one turn away from winning. How many times have you heard that when, it, like, <laughs> when a nine-hour game is over yeah. that somebody else was like, I was, I was going to win? Yeah, 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 you were. Yeah, sure you were. Uh, all right, we're going to jump out <laughs> to a break. Well, I want to thank Merce Rich for being here thank with you, us everyone. this whole time. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out this week on Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, I hope Thanksgiving was great for everybody. I hope you're elbowing an old lady in the side of the head right now as you yes. buy your 50-inch TVs. Black Friday it up. Uh, enjoy the weekend. The holidays are here. Sleigh bells ringing. And, uh, of course, uh, we're going to make sure we're going to keep talking about let's bring them home as we keep doing this yes. now. That's coming up in two, two weeks now. Uh, all right. We got a special interview when we come back, and then we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here on this awesome Black Friday. Hope everyone's done with their shopping and got time to kick back, open a beer, and listen to us on this Friday afternoon. As promised, we've been uh, we've been holding on to this special interview here. We've been holding holding back our special guest all day, and so with me right now is a is a, a rock of the indie comic book scene, Dan Sin, and he's been doing his project Argo Five now uh, for thirty six issues. Is at the printer right now, and it's. I believe he said 15 years. Is that right, Dan? That is correct. 15 years. 15 Argo years. Argo Comics doing doing independent comics. What's been like the coolest moment of that? Uh, I do remember one convention. I had uh, been sandwiched between Adam Hughes and Francesco. That's Francesco with the exclamation point, not Francesco Francavia, the uh, the original Francesco. And I remember uh, that was quite early on. I kind of said to myself, I don't think it's getting better than this. And, uh, <laughs> that was a good day. So obviously you were the busier table between the three of them, right? Because, I mean, those guys are just selling oh, yeah, pretty pictures yeah. all day. You know, you... I, I helped them out a little bit. You know, <laughs> through some uh, business. Now, you're, you're... – uh, so do you go to a lot of conventions? Uh yeah, as of late, uh, not quite as many. Um, but 
you know, uh, New York Comic Con, I was the mainstay for a lot of years. Seems like at this point, uh, it got more and more popular, and, and it kind of uh, went to like more and more big two creators wanting tables. And then they're doing some construction at the Javits Center, so that led to less tables being available. So uh, as of right now, I'm not doing, uh, I, I hadn't done that this year. But, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see, you know, what's going to come up the next year. Okay, so, yeah, the Javits Center is awesome. I've been out there. We went out there one year for one. Um, let's talk about this for just a minute, and then we'll get into the Kickstarter then, because I try to get a lot of independent creators to listen. I do a lot of stuff with indie guys. What's some good tips for guys who want to start going to cons and kind of getting into that experience? Well, you know, quite honestly, okay, yeah, go to town, if cut it up. If you're going to be at the cons, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be frank. Um, the indie publisher, it's a very tough road, okay? Um, now, I'm an artist myself, and I drew the first issue of Argo 5. I did not continue with that, knowing that I would not be able to bring it in with any uh, regularity. Right, so, right. So, um, you know, the indie artists who are doing well at those cons are artists as well, so they are taking commissions. They do have prints at the table, um, especially as you know, the Javits Center. It's a it's a pricey table, so you really do uh, you know to cover that in books is very tough going. Um, so basically, what so, you're saying is when they add in like travel or hotel or anything, their overhead just to get to the convention is going to be so high that unless they're selling a lot of things with good return. It's not necessarily worth it. Yes. I mean, if, again, I've done commissions there. Uh, that helps out covering the uh, table cost. And I happen to be in New York, so I'm defraying those. Uh, the travel. And, uh, yeah. Travel cost. Yeah. But still, just, you know, covering the table, covering the back and forth. Uh, with that, uh, to do it on books alone is uh, kind of a tough, tough going. I mean, it is. Still, like advertising, which again, when you're paying for advertising, there's no uh, uh, concrete return at the moment, which there is a return at the convention selling books. But I'm just saying whether or not that equals out in the long run, because you do have to build a readership. So uh, that's an invaluable tool that you have at the convention. So and would you say to maybe use the convention more as like a marketing? networking aspect, almost just eat it as a sunk cost? Well, yes. Again, if you happen to be an artist, you can make your way against that. And if you happen to be a guy with print, um, you know, it's a mixed message. I mean, I've seen our creators do that. You're kind of promoting your book. You're kind of now promoting the, you know, other companies by doing those prints. Uh, I guess the game plan pretty much is to uh, kind of hope that they come in because of those big company properties, but stay because of your original uh, books. Right. Um, but it's really uh, kind of like a hit or miss. I've had some conventions where I do a ton of convention, a ton of commissions rather, and uh, uh, lesser on books and then other conventions where the books uh, seem to sell better. So uh, conventions is a, you know, it's a, it's a road that's a little hard to uh, navigate, 
but you just have to be outgoing and have a good product there with you. Now let's talk about your Kickstarter here, talking about a difficult process. Uh, you've got you've got about 10 days left here. December 10th is when this is going to expire here on us. Um, and so Defenders of Europe Supercross, it's a dual Kickstarter here. You want to walk us through what we're looking at? Yeah, basically, um, okay, so I've been doing Argo Comics for 15 years. Um, I noticed a few, like, publishing collectives that kind of popped up where you had a number of creator-owned properties under one umbrella, um, and it seemed like fun. I decided to kind of do that myself with an imprint uh, within Argo Comics called Thunderzone. So I started up the Thunderzone imprint and had a good response of people who were submitting books, wanted to be uh, part of that. Um, and what you're seeing with Supercross and Defenders of Europe is basically the uh, first Kickstarter that uh, is uh, showcasing a couple of those submissions. I had already done a Thunderzone Kickstarter for Nature Man number one, which was fully funded. Uh, and those orders are at the printer. So that's when I, I, you know, I like to stay ahead of the game, not be like five Kickstarters in where people are still waiting two rewards past. So anything that I'm going to put through a Kickstarter is pretty much going to be a completed book so that I can get it to the printer, get it in people's hands, and that they could be confident in uh, packing the next Kickstarter. Yeah, I see um, this isn't your first one here, so congratulations on that. Oh, I appreciate that, yeah. Um, but Supercross is uh, actually a creator that I've known for a while, and he's in Singapore, actually. Oh, okay. um, Jerry Hines, okay? So he's the president of the Comics Association in Singapore, and quite popular over there. He's done some work with Warner Brothers. Um, so he was a creator and penciler of Supercross, and he had brought in Bowie Mayan and uh, doing this, like the script, and then a creator called Ibanek who did the inks and the colors. So okay. he pretty okay. much had this book ready to go. Um, I did a little, you know, editorializing with it. Uh, to get it, you know, branded at Thunderzone um, because it is going to be a shared universe. Um, so, so, kind of like the early days of Image. So, okay, so you're talking yeah. about like Supercross, Defenders of Europe. They're going to be, is Argo 5 a part of this as well? Well, that's a, that's a thing. Argo 5 is part of Argo Comics and that's like a separate universe. Okay, so Thunderzone, so, who, um, what are the other titles in there? And then we're kind of kind of up against it here. Okay, well, yeah, uh, Supercross, again, he's here from uh, Singapore. Defenders of Europe uh, is through a group in Italy um, that I became friends with, and they are uh, two teams that are part of it. Nature Man, as I said, our first uh, Kickstarter was uh, funded. That is part of the Thunder Zone. Uh, we have a book coming up, Weirdo, that will be another dual Kickstarter with uh, Subject Alpha. So those are two different heroes 
um, that are going to be part of ThunderZone. Um, and what I'm trying to do is perhaps doing two books per Kickstarter in an attempt to kind of save people on shipping instead of... Yeah, no, that's uh, smart. Especially for international orders, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing that when I was looking at is international just kills you on the shipping for a Kickstarter. Um, all right, so we've been hanging out here with Dan Seen. Thank you very much for coming on today. I appreciate it. So Supercross Defenders of Europe is still active. You can get out there December 10th. Make sure you donate to that, or not donate, to purchase that, because you've got a double book there you can get a, you can get a hold of. Um, and then, as always, keep an eye on Dan Seen, because this guy's busy. He's got Argo 5 going on. He's got more of the... Of the uh, of these kickstarters coming up also you got one coming up again next month you said uh well there'll be an argo comics one that'll come up uh probably yeah, after this is done not not too long after and then we'll have another thunder zone uh, kickstarter after that very cool all right dan thanks for coming on to nerd thug radio and we'll have everybody keeping an eye out and getting in on these i like the idea of kind of creating the the double opportunity for people because the shipping is where they get you. That's that's really where it happens. Yeah, we're all about the readers, you know. That's trying to give them the best uh, value for their money. That's awesome. That's the right message there. Thank you very much, Dan, and have a great day. And thanks for coming on with us at Nerd Thug Radio. And as for you guys, Conroe, thanks for kicking it with us. And we'll come back to you guys next Monday. So same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. 